0: Well, it's that time of the week again. It's time for Chit Chat Across the Pond. This is episode number 631, recorded on March 20th, 2020. And I'm your host, Allison Sheridan. This week, I'm excited to invite, for the first time to the show, Rosemary Orchard. She's author of the Take Control of Shortcuts book and co host of The Automators with David Sparks. Welcome to the show, Rosemary. Hi, Allison. Thanks for having me. Yay! Well, I asked Rosemary to come on to the show because I absolutely love automation. Maybe not as much as her because uh, she's really uh, the top of the notch on that. But I have never been able to figure out a single shortcut that was actually useful to me. I don't need a shortcut that tells Steve that I'm on my way home. That's what everybody goes. Oh, look, you can have a thing that shows you're coming home. Because I could just type into the built-in keyboard shortcut OMW and it pops out and I hit send. And anything I've tried to do that's more complicated than that fails in a heap. So I feel like shortcuts are dumb and don't work and they're not useful and they make me sad. She took up the challenge to prove me wrong. So uh, with that, uh, before we get started, though, uh, can you tell people a little bit more about yourself?
1: Yeah, so one of the things that perhaps makes me a little different to many Shortcuts users is I am a developer as my day job, and I usually write code line by line, letter by letter, not by dragging and dropping these big, colorful Lego blocks around (laughs) on an iPad, uh, which means that I maybe look at things a little bit differently um, to other people, but... um, yeah, so until recently, I've been living in Austria. I'm currently back in the UK. And uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of automation stuff for quite some time. And understandably, I love it. And when Alison told me that she thought shortcuts were stupid, I thought I may have a, I may have to argue with her here. Uh, so we're going to see how today's goes. I, I may have to fight you on this one, Alison, at least digitally. I'm not going to do it in person. That would be rude. We'd have to just eat chocolate instead.
0: <laughs> there you go. Well, so I, I kind of tried to write up a flavor of the kind of failures that i I have, and th- they fall into a couple of different categories. One is mm-hmm. I create a shortcut successfully, and it takes me more swiping and tapping and uh, Siri things than if I just did it by hand. Yeah. Um, an example of that is opening the Starbucks card inside Wallet. Well, it's I have to I have to swipe left from the home screen, scroll until I find the shortcut, and then tap it instead of just swiping down and typing "St" and the Starbucks card comes up.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, that's one of the things where shortcuts. Nowadays is not the right way to do that because, of course, iOS has added all of these fancy integrations so that you can just go straight to the Starbucks card because why would you need to do that? The other option, of course, would be double tapping the side button to bring up the wallet and then scrolling through for your Starbucks card, which is usually what I'm doing at the front of the queue holding up the line. You, you know, can like double looking. tap the, the, the side, side button. button that opens, opens power Apple button? Wallet. Well, yeah, the, the power button. That opens Apple Wallet with Apple Pay, Um, Hmm. and then somewhere in there, I mean, I have an Apple Store card right here, which naturally I would use to pick items up if there were any items waiting for me. Apple Stores are closed, but my Starbucks card is right here, and I'm waving it at Allison uh, on the camera, which people I'm going to scan the code. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so th- that's a perfect example of another automation that goes wrong is I went into the Starbucks app and I said, go ahead and use geofencing so that when I walk up to this store, I want you to come up on sc- on the home screen or on the lock screen. And it does almost 50 percent of the time.
1: <laughs> almost 50 percent. Wow. wow. <laughs> Maybe 60
0: on a good day. So,
1: yeah. So what ha- what's happening there is um, essentially what when. The apps do this kind of thing. So I saw something on Twitter recently about um, when somebody got to a specific Starbucks, the drafts app suggested that they might want to open their toilet coats. And I was there <laughs> going, wait, so this is a thing in the US? Apparently it is. I had a chat with David Sparks about this the other day, and he assured me not only is this a thing, it's like a real thing. Like a wait, lot of places toilet do coats. This.
0: You mean yeah, like a so you need like get a into code the
1: to Yeah, to get into the toilet. Um, and apparently people then store them in their iPhones so that then they don't have to like go and buy something before they get the code every time, which makes perfect sense. Because if you need the bathroom and you want to get a coffee, you probably want to go to the bathroom before you get the coffee. Not actually. After
0: you've do the you coffee. want some good good news on the toilet code front? Uh, that has stopped, actually, oh. because uh two gentlemen were in a Starbucks doing nothing wrong, but they weren't buying any coffee. And uh, the the manager called the police and had them arrested because they weren't buying any coffee. They weren't doing anything there. And I think one of them had gone into the bathroom and uh, they happened to be Afri- African-American. And this raised a big stink Going, You know what? You have these guys arrested for standing in your store and not buying anything. And so Starbucks has actually changed its rules completely, where if you're using the facilities for what they're meant for, like if you go into Starbucks and want to go to the bathroom and you go to the bathroom and wash your hands f- for 20 seconds and come back out, they will never stop you now. And uh, if you go in and try to take a bath in the sink, then that's going to be a different conversation. So I they mean, tur- good luck with that the, yoga. <laughs> all of the uh, key codes are, are uh, just set to a static number that's printed in front of them now. So.
1: Oh, that's good. Uh, but, you know, some other stores still do that. I know there was a particular McDonald's in Paris when I was living there that did that. But either way, mm. so Drafts was then donating this note, and it was donating the time and the location that it was being opened. So that then, <laughs> theoretically, iOS should surface this information. But this relies on you doing this action every time you go there. Uh. And also, it um, the other thing it relies on is it relies on iOS not having anything else competing with that. So, say, for example, every time you go to Starbucks or McDonald's, let's use McDonald's as an example. Um, Actually, no, stick with Starbucks, because I know the Starbucks app can do ordering. So, let's say every time you go to Starbucks, first of all, you check the toilet code, and then you place the order. Well, now, when you get to Starbucks... What does iOS tell you to do? Do they want you to place the order? Do you want to place the order or do you want to go to the toilet? And it doesn't know which one of these are more important to you. So it's just okay. competing with those, which is probably why it doesn't show up every time. Now, in your case, you do only have one example. But that is something you could fix with the automations in shortcuts. Because Ooh. if you're not already using the automations in shortcuts, so that is the middle tab at the bottom of the shortcuts application. Okay. You tap the plus in the top right-hand corner. All right. And then you tap create personal automation
0: hang on, hang on, I just learned something. I thought this automation screen, the automation screen that just came up is the one I see inside the home application for HomeKit. So
1: you've got a lot of HomeKit stuff in there as well, because all the things that you have here for HomeKit, you could enhance and turn them into a more shortcut-like experience with like Mm. get contents of URLs, all of that fancy stuff. But for the time being, if we tap on the plus in the top right-hand corner, then you see that you can create a personal automation or a home automation
0: oh so i've never done a personal automation let's do one of those yeah
1: exactly so you can do the personal automation and you can say when i arrive at a specific option so there's events travel settings all sorts of things but if you choose the travel and arrive then you can choose your location and you can type in an address here or you can type in something else i'll type in starbucks let's see where the nearest starbucks is the nearest starbucks is in bath that's like a 10-minute train right away. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Mine is like 50 feet away, but okay, I'll select that. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. And now you could limit a time range. So you may not want this appearing all the time. Oh, yeah, because I drive past it all the time. Exactly. So you may want to say, like, okay, I only want this to appear between 9 and 5. Okay. For example. And then we tap on the next. I'm much
0: more precise than that. I'm going to be 945 to 1015. I'm extremely precise on my timings. Okay. Wonderful. And I hit done.
1: So now you hit next, and mm-hmm. then you can just have the the open app, for example, uh, or so you, add an you're action. opening the wallet, right? Yes. Okay. So let's. Uh, I'm just so searching search for, for my apps. actions here uh, because I don't. Uh, sorry. Okay. I'm so, I'm so we're having try- fun with this. I'll tell you can- what we're
0: doing. We're adding an action. Are we looking for apps?
1: Well. Uh, how, so so what wallet is it that you there. open precisely? Do you open the, well, the Starbucks, Starbucks card in
0: the wallet? Uh, or the Starbucks app. I'd be, I'd be willing to okay. go either way.
1: Well, you could just use the open app action to open the Starbucks app.
0: Yeah, you would think, but it's not there. It's not in the really? Because I have I the Starbucks. So the, uh, there's an open app action. Oh, I'm sorry. Would it matter that I'm not on my phone, which is where I normally do it?
1: If you don't have the Starbucks app installed on the device that you're on, then Probably of course you won't will be able find to do it. it.
0: <sighs> okay, just a second. Let me catch back that's up. Right. I think I can do this. Okay, I so think, I I think we
1: can let you catch up.
0: Shortcuts? Oh, no, not new shortcut. I want to go to automation, hit the plus button, create personal automation, and I'm going to do an event when I arrive. And I'm going to choose a location, allow while using the app. Hmm, I wonder what that's going to do. Uh, you're um, going
1: to need to let it do that so the shortcuts can actually check where you are.
0: But uh, how do I tell it I'm using the app? If I mean I won't be using the app, I'll just be walking in, right?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, uh, that's a good question. Let me just—I'm just, just going to hit done here so I don't lose what I've got, and I'm just going to okay. double check my settings for shortcuts here. Okay. So if I While go do into that, my
0: I'm finishing mine. Settings
1: shortcut. Let's say. Okay, so there's only never uh, else next time or while using the app, but that is used to run the location-based shortcuts. So I would uh, allow while using the app because I'm pretty certain that iOS is going to figure that out for you because it works for me.
0: All right, so now I'm going to apps and I'm going to find the Starbucks app and there it is. Okay, makes much more sense. Okay, so I'm going to do that. Yeah, And order, order, at store. So order and store appear to be variables, maybe?
1: Yeah, they probably are. I uh, don't appear to have the Starbucks app working right now. It's right there. I'm just going to open it because sometimes you may find the actions don't appear in in the app. Um, And the trick then is to go... Back into whatever app it is. So in this case, I don't have the order actions for the Starbucks app appearing. Possibly because I have never once placed an order through the Starbucks application. (gasps) Dramatic music. Um, So
0: (laughs) Okay, uh, so mine is saying when I click on those two things for my order, it said smart order and add a little star. So I'm hoping it's going to my favorites and going to order that.
1: Okay, that sounds entirely And then it says at store
0: and it doesn't list the store I go to all the time. So I'm going to do smart store.
1: Yeah, the other option that you could do here is you could just use the open app action, and then you could just have it open the Starbucks app for you. And yeah, then let's you could go do... a little
0: simpler than that. Yeah, so if I just well, wanna... I mean, th-
1: if it opens the Starbucks app, that is as simple as you can get because then you do whatever it is you want to do in the Starbucks app.
0: Okay, so let me see. So we'll do that next, and do nothing, right?
1: Well, you don't need to do a nothing because if there's no action, then there's a it says there's do nothing. no
0: action. So when I arrive at Starbucks between 9.45 a.m. and 10.15 a.m., it says do no actions. Shouldn't okay. it have opened the app? Uh,
1: well, I mean, if you, if you don't have any actions in there, then that's what it'll do. But if you add, say, <laughs> I, my, my, my choice would personally at least to start with be the open app action.
0: That's what I thought I told it to do. Okay, so I'm adding an app, adding Starbucks, order from Starbucks. Oh, I guess I have to click on it. App. And yeah. it its only option is to order, not yeah. to open the I, app.
1: So all I did was in the search option, I typed in the open app. I just typed in open app, and then there's a little one that's got four uh, sorry nine colorful squares next to the an, an action titled open app.
0: Okay, oh. so I didn't type open app. I tapped on apps. This is confusing. Ah. Okay, so it so can be because,
1: they, so if you look in the apps section, which is, you know, what most people would logically do here, they'd be like, oh yeah, I want to open the Starbucks app. So I'm going to look for Starbucks. <laughs> most apps don't have an action that's just like, open me, because shortcuts has one global action, which will allow cool. you to open any single application, and it's just called open app. So then when you you add that action, then you can select whichever app, which in this case would just be the Starbucks app.
0: Okay. All right, I hit the play button and it opens Starbucks app. Okay, so now now that supposedly will open that up when I get there, when I walk in, right? It won't
1: open it up, but it will give you the notification and then you can tap on that notification and open it. So it won't just run 100% automatically because you arriving at a location is not something where you're actively doing something with your iPhone. Because you're just wandering around. You haven't like picked up your okay. iPhone and stopped an alarm or something. That could run something entirely automatically. But getting to a location can allow iOS to say, hey, you, you said you wanted to do this when you got here. Do you want to do this? And then you tap on that notification that appears, and it'll go, oh, Starbucks application. Here, Allison, here's a Starbucks application for you.
0: Okay. And that
1: will then work all the time. Unlike the donations with the the Starbucks that might occasionally appear, that sometimes doesn't, which is very <laughs> frustrating, or like 59% of the time does not appear for you.
0: Now, do you find that... Um location, geo, geolocation is actually reliable. Because I, I a lot of times I'll say, remind me to blah, blah, blah when I get home. And reminders will pop up and say, yep, got it. And it'll say, remind Allison to blah, blah, blah when she gets home. And like 45 minutes after I get home, it'll pop up. When I really needed to get something out of the trunk before my husband left with the car or something like that.
1: Yeah, and then the, the car is gone, as mm-hmm. as is whatever was in the trunk. I have personally not had that problem. Okay. But at the same time, I pretty much use OmniFocus for all of my stuff like that. Because then it's using the OmniFocus things um, to, to remind me. And their location triggers are very good. You can scale them up or shrink them down as needed. Um,
0: oh, you, can, you're, know, you mean how big a geofence it is?
1: Yeah, exactly. Which Ooh, is pretty wow. nice. That's yeah. pretty nifty. Um, but it doesn't have as great integration with Siri just because Apple doesn't give you all of that um, for free. Uh, not yet. Anyway, may, maybe iOS 14 will do that. Um, <laughs> but I know my parents use the reminders and I have not heard complaints from them. And I would expect to hear complaints if things were not working as expected. Um, you know, that's, that's usually how tech support works, right?
0: <laughs> right, right. You know they're using it if they're yelling at you that it's not working. Yeah. Well, OK, here's another category that I run into all the time is that. I've got something I want to do, and I've a, it, it seems like a real simple thing to do, and yet I can't get it to work. And, and I don't know uh, whose fault it is, but I know it doesn't work. So I talk to Stephen Getz all the time on Telegram. We, I'm, I use Telegram more than any other application on my phone. It's, it's a constant usage. So I uh, tried to write a, a, um, uh, a shortcut that said, launch Telegram and send a message to Stephen Getz. And I want it to take dictation and paste that that thing into Telegram, but Shortcuts doesn't have a paste function. So Well, that's I, that's I because paste.
1: iOS doesn't let apps like talk to each other in that way. Now, if um, I'm just set, setting up my own Telegram account here because I uninstalled it from my iPhone and I've forgotten my phone number now. Um,
0: there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, the way I created it, it just says. Um, it, it it pops up a, a message and or pops up a window so I can start dictating and it takes that and it copies that dictation and then it opens up uh, Telegram, but it doesn't do anything else.
1: Yeah. So that is actually Telegram app's fault as far as I'm aware. And I've just set up Telegram and I'm just refreshing shortcuts so that it will have Telegram stuff for me so
0: I can double check what I'm telling you as we record. So you know. one thing I'm, I'm it is interesting whose fault it is. But yeah. it makes me not use shortcuts if it can't work with the app that I use, you know? Yeah. So it, it, basically, it, it's, the, it's, the
1: Telegram app has not actually got shortcuts. So all you can do is you can take dictated, you can get t- text from dictation, you can copy it, and you can open the Telegram app because the Telegram app doesn't have any way for us to be able to say, hey, send this message, you know, this text to this person. Now, if you're using messages or WhatsApp, then that yeah, does work. So theoretically, it can work. It's just the Telegram app people haven't got around to it, which is very unfortunate because you would like that. Now, one workaround might be to look and see if they have a URL scheme and to build a URL scheme inside of shortcuts that uses that. So I'm going to Google for this right now. Hang on. Uh, what is this
0: sorcery of which you speak? URL <laughs> schemes. What so is that? So if,
1: if you want to talk to a web page, you start with HTTPS colon slash slash or for some websites, HTTP. Now, HTTP is a protocol, hyper text, something or other. Transport, um, transport something? Transport protocol. I believe that's it, actually. Okay. Um, and so that's a URL. Okay, as you and I know it. But a URL mm-hmm. scheme is a way to talk to an app with a URL. So instead of starting mm-hmm. with HTTP or HTTPS, you could start with OmniFocus or WhatsApp or Drafts. Now, Drafts has got mm-hmm. really great URL scheme support, and it looks... Like, there may be something for Telegram, but I'm not sure. Okay.
0: So how do you um, find out if there is one?
1: You usually have to Google. And I am looking, and I think oh, I found something. Oh, I just found, found, found someone.
0: I found something on Reddit. It says, sending a message with text hello to, and then it's got a, I don't know, some digits, but it says TG colon slash s message exactly. question mark text equals.
1: Yeah, exactly. So what we need to do then is we would then need to in where the text equals is, we replace the sample text with a variable from your dictated text.
0: Um, okay, and just on the this wrong might button. be a little complicated to do.
1: It, yeah. So <laughs> what I'm going to do hard is hard I'm,
0: I'm to do the other one.
1: I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to build this right now so that I can share it with you, and then we can put it in the show notes as well. Uh, okay. Oops. And uh, I've just managed to tap exactly the wrong thing because I don't have a space bar on this keyboard because it's a URL keyboard. So that means I have to be very precise with my cursor placement.
0: Oh, there we
1: go. Okay. So give then, us the
0: general oh. gist of of where you would put this. So I've got dictate text, copy dictated text to keyboard.
1: Well, you don't need to copy text board. anymore. So I, don't? I am just okay. No, because um, what we're going to do is we're going to use the URL action. Um, And I'm just going to
0: set this up. I'm going to keep vamping while you do that. Yeah, I'm just going to set this up a little
1: bit more so that when people try and install it, um, it's going to be a little easier for them to use, which also means it's going to be easier for you to use. And then we can talk about how I did that.
0: Okay. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to guess I want to set variable to that text.
1: You can set a variable. Yes, I've done it with a magic variable here, but you can set a variable too.
0: Oh, yeah, I want to use magic variables. Tell people what magic variables are while at the exact same time creating
1: this. Yeah. So a magic variable is a variable that is automatically created by shortcuts whenever you use an action that has output. So every action could have input and output. Input is the stuff that goes in, and output is the stuff that comes out, which makes it kind of easy to keep track of, which is good for you and me, because I don't know about you, but I get confused all the time, especially when I'm chocolate-deprived. And Allison, <laughs> I've just messaged you the shortcut by Skype so that you can take a look at it. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, okay. so what we're going to do here, and that means... So a magic variable is then automatically created, and you don't see this. but This means if you tap into a field... Um, so say, for example, a text field, then usually above the keyboard, there's a button that says variables, then there's a magic wand, and then there's some other stuff. And this other stuff changes depending on your shortcut. So you might have, in this case, dictated text and phone number. Those are the two options available to me. But there's also... Hang on, hang on. you're going
0: really, really fast here. You're talking okay. about something above my keyboard, but I've got I've yeah, got an so attached keyboard on my iPad. Does that mean I'm not going to see what you're talking about? No,
1: it's it should be right at the bottom of the screen now, if you've got an attached keyboard on your iPad. All
0: okay, obvious. so I've got so copy so dictated text to keyboard. That's your yeah, clipboard. So That's where I left.
1: Okay, so if you get rid of the, cl- the di- copy dictated text to clipboard...
0: Okay, just I keep the clipboard. dictated text, right? Yeah, okay. you want
1: to dictate your text. Okay. okay, and then our next action is going to be a scripting action... And this is called. I'm just double checking the exact name. Open X dash callback URL.
0: Open um, X dash callback URL. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then oh, inside of this. Oh, and it says this, open dictated
0: text with X callback.
1: Exactly. So it's automatically put that dictated text in there for us, which is great. Okay. So before that dictated text, so if you just tap on the dictated text, then you should be able to use your arrow keys to to move to the to the left side of it, so that we can oh, tap, type before it. And then before that, we want TG colon slash slash.
0: Okay, wait a minute. Where am I I putting this uh, before the dictated text?
1: Yeah, before the dictated text magic variable that was automatically created and automatically input for us.
0: Okay, so so I'm actually editing in that field.
1: Yeah, yeah, you are. You're building a whole I'm not sure how to do
0: that. I don't know how to do that. If you
1: tap on the dictated text bubble... Mm-hmm. Then you should, at the, bottom of, at, the sc- at the bottom of the screen, there should be a little keyboard with a left arrow. There should be a rename, a re- reveal action, and a done. Do you see that? Right at the bottom of the screen. If you've tapped um, on dictated text.
0: I tapped on gone dictated very text.
1: Solid, yeah. Oh, I on see, the, I on see the a variable. bunch of stuff
0: listed at the bottom, like texty, file size, file extension, creation date.
1: Exactly, yeah. So above that, um, there okay. should be a, a slightly darker or lighter, depending on your device, it should be darker, bar which has a keyboard with the left arrow, rename, reveal action, and done.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. Okay,
1: so if you tap on the keyboard one, now you can also type text
0: oh okay and now yeah, at the beginning so, before dictated text that's where exactly. we're going to put in this url scheme we learned which is tg for telegram yeah slash slash like we're like to yep. message msg question mark text text equals, equals and then it's going to be dictated text
1: yep and, and then we have after to put that in person's phone number well we're going we're going to want to because otherwise you're going to have to select him every time i just realized it was a bug in the one that i sent you for the show notes so i'm just going to uh, edit that and fix that um and okay. so and then after that what we need to do now in this case you can just type in ampersand uh, which is the and symbol for people not familiar with my terminology two equals and then you can put in his phone number
0: oh i gotta go look it up yeah okay so
1: i what i've done do in, in the version that i've got number which which we can share the link to, is um, I've put a phone number action at the beginning because then you can tap on the plus and you can look somebody up. And then you can insert that as uh, a magic variable. But the great news is is for people who just steal the one that I've, I've shared with you, Ellison, that they actually <coughs> don't need to type this URL scheme. So they can save themselves a couple of minutes.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. which so also means is... that you could steal it if you wanted to.
0: I could. Now I've got to <laughs> go look at it. It's up in iCloud. It might have downloaded to my Mac.
1: Uh, it won't download to your Mac because there are no shortcuts on the Mac, so you'll need to just share that
0: link to your iPad, probably via Okay, or something. Okay. Interesting. So I, I, I think I get the idea. this is uh, this is complicated to do this way this
1: this is unfortunately a much older and less robust way of doing things than our current modern day shortcuts but it is a way that you can communicate using the telegram application without having to you know copy stuff and then manually paste it and all of that you know rubbish that we don't want to be dealing with
0: right 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 interesting interesting Okay, so if you've got an app that, that is recalcitrant that or or behind the times, and they haven't put in the hooks for uh, for shortcuts, then the URL scheme is the the way to dance around that.
1: Exactly. If they have a, if they have a URL scheme, some other apps like Airtable, um, one of my most beloved applications, it comes up in pretty much every podcast I record, um, and uh, I they love don't Air have. Table. Uh, so good but they don't have url schemes either just because it would be super complex to build url schemes for airtable like how are you going to do that <laughs> but they have well, an api least, and well, you the can whole actually... thing is
0: the whole thing is web based so it would get really really complicated it, right it
1: would get very very complicated but you can actually build uh, again it would be very complex to do this and but i have done this in shortcuts you can build uh, shortcuts that interact with the airtable api Which means that you can send data to Airtable and pull data from Airtable. So I'm in the middle of moving and I have um, an Airtable action that lets me uh, say, hey, I'm going to, like, when I move, like, this needs to go in my carry on case or this needs to go in my check luggage or this can go in the moving van because I'm moving countries. So I have to fly, but I'm also stuck at the moment because, you know, viruses. So, yeah. So So, I'm waiting.
0: That's that's that would have never occurred to me uh, just for people who may not have heard me talk about it before. Airtable is a uh, freemium uh, database that works on the iPhone and the Mac and the and, and the web. And if, I'm, I'm sure it runs on Windows, too. I'm not not. A hard, mm-hmm. But in any case, it works on the web. And it's it's a fabulous light thing. I use it for we we use it to watch television. And actually, I shouldn't I should save that for an article because I haven't written that up yet. But we have figured out why Airtable lets us watch TV.
1: Ooh. Uh, is there a point system involved in this?
0: <laughs> no, but there's a lot of different views depending on whether it's both of us watching or just Steve mm-hmm. or just me. And is it an active show or in, inactive? Are we waiting for it? Is it waiting for us? It's very complicated. It's, it's good stuff.
1: <laughs> I bet. I, I love that sort of thing. And, you know, Airtable, the app on iOS can be, I wouldn't say janky. It can just feel like it's a little slow and not the easiest to input data in. And especially in my mm-hmm. case, like I have different moving boxes. Like I've literally, I've printed, stickers and put them on the boxes and so on so i just want to like quickly select those but if i'm putting something in my carry-on i don't need to specify what box it is so i I have branching based on different stuff so it asks me different things and then it sends a record to airtable so i was like my apple tv that that can go in my check luggage that's fine in my check luggage because it's not got a battery inside of it
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I I have a little question that asks me, you know, like, where should this go? And it presents me with a choice of options. But the where should this go has in brackets a little battery emoji to give me that extra prompt.
0: Oh, okay. to go, oh, battery, don't put it in check luggage. Uh Yeah, yeah. That's wild. So you're doing this inside shortcuts?
1: Yeah, yeah, I am. And I mean, this is a a complex shortcut to do, because what I do is I get contents of URL. And that sounds... All on its own, maybe not that complicated, but you need to send authorization tokens to Airtable and build like a whole mini dictionary inside of that action, which you can do. It's just complicated to explain on air.
0: Let me guess. That's uh, Sorry, just called you Marianne. Uh, Let me guess. Rosemary would rather do this than actually pack. Am I right?
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Like (laughs) there's a whole procrastination system involved here. Uh, and also, I'm in one country and my stuff is in another, which is, you know, not making sense. Oh, so you're having right to
0: guess where it is, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. So, like, I have a system like, do I think it's at the office or do I think it's in the bedroom or is it in that Oh, there's no room? chance
0: you're going to forget anything. That's a that's an airtight system. Right oh, there. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's perfect. It's fine. But, you know, so so yeah, I have I have this whole system. But I do have a little video on that on YouTube, actually, that we could link people to if they're really interested in adding data oh, sure to to shortcuts. Uh, so or, I get a link to, to, to
0: air table, you mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ex- sorry. Add, using oh, shortcuts yeah. to add data to Airtable because it's complicated. Like you'll want to watch the video because it's got examples of how to do everything in uh, complete with like a little link to a sample Airtable that you can uh, add, ask for access to that uh, I've got for you. But yeah.
0: Excellent. Excellent. I like it. Um, I'm making notes of what else you have to give us uh, on Airtable. Um, so there's a, there's another category and and you've you've kind of addressed the one that's most irritating to me which is apps that aren't aren't playing nice yeah um and, and i did want to say one more thing about that is one of my frustrations with trying to use automator on the mac has been that that it was traditional that you had to go into AppleScript to start working with tools. And so, like, there were all these great hooks into all these apps, and it was like, oh, this is really going to be cool. And 100% of the time, I would have to learn AppleScript to be able to take the yeah. next step. Yeah. And then people would say, oh, well, they just haven't put an AppleScript hook in. So, all right, AppleScript is probably past its heyday now, unfortunately. Um, sorry, Ray Robertson. and and But I would expect that apps would be writing the new stuff, the shortcuts, in and to be told that oh well that one doesn't you know it's like oh I'm just we're right back where we started
1: yeah yeah it, it it's it's annoying but I have to say I feel like the uptake with shortcuts has been considerably larger than the uptake with Automator actions or AppleScript was um,
0: lately because yeah, there was probably one a long time ago
1: yeah because it, it, this is this is very new and unfortunately we are seeing a very unfortunate trend with AppleScript where developers aren't adding support for this now part of this is apple's fault because catalyst um and it's difficult to add hooks i've heard now i haven't personally done mm. that so i can't personally say that that so is catalyst
0: again is
1: catalyst is the system where developers can migrate their apps from uh ios over to the mac um, and this is a great idea because it means that many iOS developers who didn't feel that they had the capacity to also to develop, develop a Mac application because, you know, maintaining two applications is pretty hard. It's a lot of work, so I don't blame developers for that at all, but now, theoretically, they can just port, uh, and I'm using very large air quotes here because it's not ever <laughs> just like check a checkbox and do this. Like, I tried that with OneWorks. It did not work. Like it's
0: crashed and That's failed spectacularly. That's the developer's favorite words, right? Can't you just...
1: yeah yeah can't you just oh no 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 like that does not work um so um you know but you know it should allow things to be easier but it does mean that these apps are missing out on things like the apple script support and so on which is a shame but you know maybe maybe we'll see that or maybe we'll get shortcuts on the mac and it will actually add support for all this stuff including a run apple script action i'm looking forward to that so much
0: um well one of my uh one of my reminders, I, I do a lot of reminders when I'm running on the beach. I always kid around that one of my favorites is uh, remind me to tell Dave Hamilton that he was wrong when he said blah, blah, blah on, on the <laughs> Mac Geekab. But I wrote one last week that said, remind me to ask Rosemary about shortcuts on the Mac because I swore you said they were there. And I was like, no. what? I missed it. Oh, yay. And I came running home and I got my reminder and I was like, yay. And, I did, and it wasn't there.
1: No, no, it's it not so, there. so Steve Trotten smith uh, on YouTube uh, did like a concept where he ported shortcuts over to the Mac. I have literally no idea how he did this. It involved digging around in code. and Like, it looks to work. So I'm sure the shortcuts team are there going like, so can we put it on the Mac yet? Can we put it on the Mac yet? But there's probably <laughs> somebody at Apple being like, I need this. And somebody else is like, I need that as well. Um, and so, yeah, we don't have it yet. But, you know, maybe macOS Insert Place in California will, will offer this. Or maybe they're going to branch outside of California this year. Never know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it'll be macOS know, California. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, who knows? Well, there's only
1: 50 state um, names, right?
0: <laughs> I actually, uh, I got really depressed yesterday when I was listening to the Accidental Tech Podcast and they referred, they were talking about WWDC being all online now and it's mm. that's going to be really cool and different, you know, the advantages of that, even though you know, disappointing. Um, but uh, then they started talking about you know, will they have the staff to you know come out with the beta? And I went, oh my god, we're doing another operating system yet, are we? It <laughs> doesn't. The ones you gave us last year don't work yet. Please, mm. I mean, my iPad opened up upside down again yesterday. Yeah. Yep. It is. It is. 13.3, you know, come on, don't yeah. start another one. In yeah. fact, use this as an excuse to not give us a new OS. please. We'll go a whole year, please, just nothing.
1: <laughs> just give me shortcuts on the Mac this year as like a, a beta thing, so I have yeah, to download And then like next that. year you put it automatically shipped and put it right next to Automator.
0: Yeah, instead yeah of Automator, exactly. Next
1: to Automator, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> OK, yeah. I, so I, it's, I don't it's not just... on the Mac
1: yet, which does also mean that uh, for people who are trying to build shortcuts on, say, their iPhone, it can be a little tricky because the iPhone screen's pretty small. Um, so, you know, you may want to look at seeing if you can put it in landscape mode, uh, depending on your device, that mm. should work. Um, or mm-hmm. if you've got an iPad, especially something like a 12.9 inch iPad, then, you know, that's mm-hmm. much, much easier to, to build shortcuts on because you can just see more actions at a time. You can't collapse actions or anything in sh- inside of shortcuts, unfortunately. Not yet.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's why I was having fun doing it on the iPad, because you can see all the actions on the left that you can add and stuff. So that's yeah, kind of exactly. nice. Yeah, I've, I've also found that every once in a while, I, I make one that I'm just super excited about. Like, I I figured out how to create a shortcut that would create a QR code uh, for your router that yeah. would take in the WPA key and 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 the router's name. And and I, oh, it was really, really slick. And I made it, I put it on my phone, and then and I was all excited, and I would always show people, like people who'd come into my house, obviously you could congregate in the kitchen, right? That's as one does at a party. And they'd come in and I'd go, oh, check it out. And I would show them the QR code and it wouldn't work. And the reason it wouldn't work is because there's a refrigerator in between the person standing there and where my router was. So I finally broke down and I got an Eero system. And I get an Eero system and I open it up and there's a QR code in it. Aww. So I didn't need my automator action. So I finally made a really cool one. It never worked. And then I didn't need it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, that's that's one of those things. I mean, the other thing that you can do is use a QR code to share your contact information, which is perhaps a little bit more fun because like sharing your actual contact from context to somebody comes with a whole host of problems because you've probably got other stuff in there that you don't necessarily want to share with everybody. I know like I have like five numbers. or six different email addresses, and I right. only ever want to give people one. Like I've got six phone numbers. Do I need to give people six phone numbers? Do I need to give them any phone number? No. So I I actually have a shortcut that I use um, to to collect together just the contact information I need. So it shows me a list, and it's got like uh, my phone number, my email address. It's actually got a couple of different phone numbers, um, an email address, whether or not I need to give them my physical address, if I want to include my website in that and stuff like that. And then it gives me a so couple you have of different options,
0: options as you're yeah, uh, so when it's, you do it, it. So I just have a says, list. Do you want to share this that or the other thing?
1: Yeah. So I, have a li- I, I use the list action for this. And then I use the choose from list with uh, the multiple options because the list. Hang action on. Hang li- on,
0: girlfriend. I don't know about list actions. What is this? OK,
1: so there's a couple of different actions inside of shortcuts, which all look very similar when they're on the screen. So there's list, dictionary, and menu. Now, with list and dictionary, you can follow those two with a choose from list action. Now, if you choose from a list, what you get is what you chose. Okay, so I see bananas, I get bananas. You know, monkey see, monkey eat. With a dictionary, you could see bananas and get yellow. And see oranges and get orange, and see apples and get green or red, depending on your preference there. Um,
0: and so okay. you can get
1: you can get different information out. So a dictionary
0: a, is like a J, like a JSON file. Sorry, it for is the news. it is actually a JSON okay. file in the
1: background, I think. Um, okay, so it's a if you,
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Um, and then a, a menu is more like a fork in the road. Like, do you want to go this way? Do you want to go that way? Or do you want to go straight ahead? You know, and it does different things inside of it. But it doesn't actually have any specific information associated with it. It's just you saying, I want to go down this road. Um, and all the roads together at the end merge back. It's just that one of them has Disney off the side of it. The other one has a water park. And the third one has a Grand Canyon. You know, which which one do you want to pick?
0: Um, so let me guess, by, by your description of, of these different choices that you go through when you're sharing a contact, you would have done a dictionary?
1: You could do a dictionary depending on what you want. I just went with a phone number because to me, if if the number starts with plus 44, I know that's my UK number. And if it's, you know, if it starts with plus 43, that's an Austrian number. And I can, like, looking at my email address, I can see that's an email address. But you could 110% do this as a dictionary. That might be a prettier way of doing it. Um, I, okay, so, I, just did, so with I just did a dictionary,
0: a With a dictionary, you would say home, you know, home email would be something to add to this QR code. Yeah. And then, it, and the value for home uh, email would be your email address.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly okay. like that. Um, or you can just do a list and just type in your phone numbers one li- line and type in your email addresses another. And then in the choose from list, now here's the key part. You need to toggle that show more on and then you need to enable select multiple. Because what if you want to share your phone number and your email address to somebody? You know, you don't okay. you, you don't want to have to do this twice because they're going to be like, OK, this seemed cold the first time. But now we're doing this for the 15th time because you want to share like your postcode with me or a picture of your dog or whatever, um, you know. You could so there's do all a way.
0: In, so in shortcuts, uh, if like we did choose from list, I tap show more. If, yeah. I, if I put it down once while I'm creating it, does that mean it'll stay on? Yeah,
1: exactly. So once you've enabled select multiple, then that will stay on every time you run it. And you can t- tap the show less then afterwards, and it will just hide that to, you know, sh- not show it to you right now, but it's on.
0: Okay. And then... So just just being really dumb yeah. here, choose yeah. from list is my first thing here. No. And- so the
1: very first thing that you want is either your list or your dictionary, because your choose from list doesn't have a list yet. It doesn't have something oh, to choose from. Oh,
0: you didn't tell so me I have to make a list.
1: Yeah, you have to make a list. Sorry, Alice.
0: Okay. Okay, so I thought it was going to. Oh, I see. Okay, so and then I can name that list probably? No. So,
1: so to name nope, the list in list. your show more, that's the prompt part. Okay. In, in, inside the choose from list, sorry.
0: Um, so if I, I start with list, I don't get to name the list.
1: No no the naming okay. the list is in the choose from list action Now this sounds a gotcha. little bit weird like why why wouldn't you just name the list inside the list but if you want to use the same list for multiple things, then you might want to give it different names where you call it in different places
0: okay All right so I've got I've got a list and it says home phone and cell phone and after that I put in choose from list
1: Okay, great. Okay, so this is just a list, so it's only going to share the text, you know, wh- home, f- home phone or cell phone, but that's okay. This is okay. a great example. Yeah,
0: just for an example. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, so inside and the prompt, I can you can select multiple. Yeah. So inside the uh, if you tap on the prompt, then you could input uh, the name of the list to choose from, so contact info or something. Okay. Uh, this is just going to show up. And then if you just run it right now, it should show you the options. And then you can t- tap them to toggle them on. And it should show a check mark on the right-hand side of your selected options.
0: Okay, hang on. I had to name it. Mm-hmm. And there it is. And I press it. And it says search.
1: <laughs> oh, on and cell phone. Exactly. So if okay, you have a I very s- long list, you may want to search there. But if you just select one or both of those and then tap done... Uh-huh. Then at the bottom, you should see a little quick look. And you're probably not going to see anything inside of it. It's going to look blank. That's because it's text and it should, it's somewhere way up in the top, you know, left-hand corner. But there's a couple of dots at the bottom. Mm, and those dots no. mean that you have multiple we, items.
0: We must have told it to do something else. Because it says uh, choose. It says search and contact info, home phone, yep. and cell phone. So you selected
1: select one or more of those and you just tap on.:
0: Okay. And then it's done nothing yeah. happened
1: yeah exactly because the information should be at the bottom somewhere it should be showing you like a little mini preview
0: oh am i supposed to be running it inside the inside the creation of the action not yeah, outside yeah
1: yeah you sh- if you run this inside the Ah, creation, gotcha
0: okay gotcha okay so we'll otherwise do
1: it. it's not gonna do anything yet
0: yeah it sure didn't okay and there it says home phone
1: yeah exactly Okay. Um, so so that's the option. But now we just need to combine this text. Okay. So I like to combine this text with new lines, which is the default. So you're combining all of your output actions. So say, for example, then you choose that you're sharing your phone number and your email address and your home address with somebody. That means that your phone number is the first line, your email address is second line, and your home address is third line. Um. And then okay. And then after that we can do a variety of different things. So if you wanted to do this as a QR code, then you could just say generate QR code.
0: So so I had I've got a list, I have a choose from list and then you did some sort of combine action you said?
1: Yeah, so there's a combine text action.
0: Combine text, okay? And yeah. and combine text is going to stick it uh, together. Stick it wherever with new lines.
1: Yeah, exactly. That way
0: these things these multiple things are separated.
1: So at the moment, they're all separate items sort of floating around, you know, like juggling balls. And what we're going to do is we're going to use some string to stitch them all together. And the question is, which string do we use? And the default string is new lines, which is very nice. You could also use spaces or there's the custom option. I would recommend just leaving default new lines.
0: Okay, so that that means that home or phone and email will be on separate lines. Exactly.
1: And it just makes it easy for the person on the other side to to see this information.
0: Okay. All right, next, we get to go QR code already?
1: Yeah, so you could go straight to the QR code here and generate a QR code.
0: Okay. Um, generate QR code from combined text, which was the exactly. previous action. Yeah. I need to show more. Is that ex- Oh, error correction. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, who cares about errors? It'll be fine. Okay,
0: so if I press the play, is it going to turn into a QR code now?
1: Well, if you press the play, you're going to have to choose something, and then mm-hmm. it'll turn whatever you've chosen into that QR code.
0: Okay, I'm going to add those two and say Done. All right, and now I can take my phone and just so anybody know, people know, if you just take your iPhone and turn on the camera and look at a QR code, it automatically will open whatever it finds in whatever things it's going to do. Oh, it wants to search the web in Safari for that.
1: Yeah, uh, so that's the only thing with the QR code. The QR code is maybe not the fanciest option here, um, or is very fancy option, but it's maybe not, not useful. The, yeah, it could be on Android. It works pretty well, actually, ironically. Um, but uh, on iOS, it can be a little tricky, but it will just throw that information into the search field. Um, so what I personally do instead of the QR code is I have a choose from menu. And if you remember, the menu is like the fork in the road with the different theme parks. And right. so our fork in the road could be share. And that's what I call the first one.
0: Choose from menu. Okay. Wait a minute. Give me a whole prompt thing. What did I do?
1: Yeah. So your choose from menu is the forks in the road. And we need to give our forks in the road different names. So is this okay. the I-95, the I-96, or the I-97? Or <laughs> I have no idea if these are anywhere close to each other. But
0: numerically, they sound like they Detroit. Are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So choose from menu. It says prompt so, optional. And yeah. this is like how to so share I, or something? Yeah.
1: So I, ch- I changed the first one, the one that's called one, uh, mm-hmm. to share. and then, okay. And then if you look a little bit further down, um, then there should now be a, a, a block called share.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. So then
1: what I did is I searched for the sh- share action, and I dragged that right under that share block.
0: Now, how do you know to do
1: that? Because uh, you've practice? done a lot of these.
0: Okay. Lots and lots
1: of practice. <laughs> and then for the okay. share option, I had to tap it and I had to select the combined. So it says share input for me. I had to select magic variable after tapping on it and then tap that combined text that's right above the menu.
0: So the magic variables are these things that are written in blue that are in between the yeah, exactly. the, the actions? Yeah, okay. exactly. So right, they're not so there that. in
1: your face, but they're available to you.
0: Okay, so it doesn't go, magic variable here. Yeah, it waits
1: for you to get out the wand, and then it's like, oh, hi, I'm over here.
0: (laughs) Okay, so so we've got this list. Uh, I, again, I would do, probably do a dictionary so I can choose phone and it's going to do email and all that. Exactly. Uh, and yeah. then I've got scripting choose from list. So we're going to choose whether it's phone and email or both. Then we're going to combine them into the chosen item with new lines so that they're separated. Yep. And then we've got choose from menu. And our first option is share. Do you get rid of the other ones?
1: Well, I mean, the question is what else might you want to do? So you might want to say email this to somebody. Or you might want to message this to somebody if you, you know, mm. for, if you don't, if you want to just, you want to skip the generic share and you just want to go straight to airdrop messages or email. So you can add, I I would replace two with airdrop because all the cool kids have got airdrop nowadays, right?
0: Because airdrop finally works.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, at least we got that with iOS 13.
0: Okay. So yes. yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, you know what? I like to give uh, credit where credit is due. It, it, It works probably 90% of the time now. Yeah. which used to be around, what, 23%, I think, before this?
1: I think that's a little optimistic, maybe 21.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I'm going to do a magic variable again. So I put in, yeah. air, I wrote the word airdrop, then I searched for airdrop, those, those aren't magic words. I could have written boogers and then grabbed airdrop and put exactly. it under it. Right? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm just
1: giving these logical names so that when I look at it later, I'm not like, wait, wait, what is bumblebee again? Oh, right, okay. bumblebee. That was okay. buzzing, well, which is the airdrop icon.
0: But that's good. So I think I might make a third one that does say boogers because that's how I can tell. I do this with Bart all the time. Is is how I can tell if a word is a, is like a sacred word, yeah, or or not. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a search for email and I'm gonna drag an email action. Uh, let's see. Send. Email. You may
1: need to add a new item before you do that, so that there's somewhere for you to. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I did. Okay. For the people so, at home,
1: you need to add uh, one menu item for each of these actions that you want to do.
0: Right. So I added a menu item called boogers, so that I, I would remember that when it goes to mail, that's really. It, 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 it isn't a sacred word. Mm-hmm. So back when we, were, we had added airdrop, now we've got to add some content. Uh, it says airdrop content. Is it going to know what content to send? No, we need to tap need on that again. Select again?
1: the magic variable and get our combined text.
0: Okay, do that again. Okay. And, and probably burgers, the
1: same thing with email.
0: And I'm like, going to do uh, send as message to recipients. And we'll do it to Allison. Yeah. At podfeed.com, because she'll put up with this. Yeah. Uh, but you
1: could also, inside at the recipients, instead of just tapping on the recipients, if you tap and hold, then you can select ask each time.
0: Ooh. Which oh. means
1: that when you run that, it's going to pop up that action. Okay, so on in the message, we want to just tap into message and select combine text right there. But then if you tap and hold on the two... Mm-hmm. Um, then then you can select the ask each time, which means that when we run this, and I'm doing this as we do this, um, I'm selecting my email action, it pops up that email action, and then you can tap on recipients, and then you can type in something. So I could type in, oh, nice. I don't know, say Allison at popfeet.com, um, and I could send her something. Uh, and then I tap done, and then I would just tap done again.
0: Nice. Okay. All right. So I, I'm I'm done here. I'm gonna say done, and I'm gonna run this action.
1: All right, let's okay, I'm see going what to send happens. Send my phone
0: and my email. I'm gonna hit done. The question and is: Will
1: Allison's iPad explode? Share in three.
0: And it wants to know who to share it with. I'm gonna share it with my MacBook Pro because of the W1 chip. It just found it, and I received something. Where is it? Let's see what it says on my Mac. This is very exciting. What's look at that? It's a text file that says phone and email.
1: Wait.
0: Now, is that really a contact?
1: No, that's not really a contact. This is just information so that people can do something with it that they like. I found sharing actual contact cards, A, it's very tricky to build one that's just got that information that you need in it. Uh, okay. B There seems to be something a little f- junky, maybe, about the VCF format. Uh, probably okay. because it's hard to build, it's very easy to accidentally break. Um, And I, I would personally just say, hey, like... Now you've got this contact information. You know what you do with that? You open it in CardHop or something like that because then CardHop (laughs) will automatically, you know, recognize that information for you and parse it out and be like, hey, would you like to create a contact for Alison Sheridan? I heard she's a wonderful person.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay. Now, I'm glad you brought up the, um, I mean, it's a highly technical term, janky, but uh, I'm going to work with my knowledge level on this. I, I have found... From watching automation, that a lot of these things are fragile, and I'm gonna the, the, my my favorite shortcut was actually written by Dave Hamilton of the Mac Geekab's son. So uh, his son Luke wrote this fantastic application. It takes the the total of your bill at a restaurant and calculates a tip that makes the addition of that to the bill a palindrome.
1: That's pretty awesome. Some yeah, fancy maths it, in there
0: right lots of fancy masks and it was the coolest thing i would whip it out as i mean it's just a party trick right but it's a yeah. fun party trick it's a yeah. party trick and i pull it out and i was 13 came out and broke it
1: oh man
0: and he hasn't like he's just like exhausted at the idea of going back through i mean you got to look at the actions on this thing it's bananas how many things are going on yeah. in it um so do you do you find they're fragile or just the tricky ones
1: Generally, no. In my experience, oh, they're good. really not that fragile. Um, the, the, the tricky part is um, if an app, because now apps can create their own actions for shortcuts. If an app wants to deprecate an action, there is at the moment not really a graceful method for them to do that. Um, and I okay. know this because I've been on betas where, where app developers have added actions and they've been, then they've been like, actually, you know what? We want to get rid of this one. But because you still got it in one of your shortcuts somewhere you can still see it. You can still accidentally oh, no. keep using it. Um, oh. And it, like they they can update actions, but they can't just be like, this action doesn't exist anymore. Like they, can, they can't reach
0: it, into your phone and make it not be there.
1: Yeah, because then that would completely break all of your stuff. Um, but, so that means that occasionally, especially drafts, because I am a heavy beta tester of drafts, I really love the app. Um, and so, you know, it makes it a good you know, a good candidate for me to test because if something's broken, I am going to notice. So I will tell the developer and be like, "Fix this for me now." Only I'm so mentioning- um, let's
0: let me, let me tee up a question about drafts in particular. And one of the, so drafts is an application that lets you, um, the the coolest thing to me is that it lets you dictate indefinitely. It doesn't stop you after a little while, like the other apps. Um, but what people use it for is they get down a thought and then that thought goes into drafts and then they have actions that they run against that. Mm -hmm. But it seems to me like I watch people do it, uh, Leo Laporte was doing it on iOS today the other day, and he said, you know, if I want to remember to do something, I just dictate it into drafts. I say, remind me to blah, blah, blah. And then it's really cool because in drafts, I can press on add this to reminders. It's like, why didn't you just say remind me too? And reminders would have done it for you. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so I mean, I drafts started it feels out like, like
0: more that. overhead than. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I absolutely do. And I personally am not quite sure why people would type something like that into drafts and then, like, especially if they're then dictating it into drafts where you could just dictate it to Siri. I use drafts completely differently to pretty much everybody okay. I know because I use it as a text creation application. So you and I both write for Screencast Online in the magazine. That's all done with drafts. And I have a whole system where, you know, a Screencast Online assigns us, you know, it's a new month. That means we have a new article to write. And, that happens. Zapier triggers push cut. Push cut automatically creates a draft for me, so that I have that that ready to go. And then when I, the, so then I go in and I write the the action, or I write the article. Actually, article. I don't write an action. Um, and then I run an action, and that talks back to Zapier, which sends that into Podio for me. And it okay, just does. that. She's
0: thrown in a bunch of different apps, but let me let yeah. me break into just the just the drafts piece of that is. I, I've tried to use drafts in that way, but I create a draft and I'm halfway through writing in it and then I go away to do something and I come back and I hit drafts and it opens a new one.
1: Well you can turn that off.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. It's I in was, the
0: Because I was like, well now I gotta start over I gotta no, no, guess no, where it's, I was it's not, in the article.
1: It's it's not gone, gone. It's 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 well, yeah, there. It's, fair, it, but- it's it's saved because the idea with drafts, like the way drafts started was uh Back when there was no copy and paste on the iPhone in the old age of yore. Um, you know, uh, Greg Pierce, uh, Agile Tortoise, was creating, t- typing, I believe it was a message to his wife, and then he realized it should be an email. Only you couldn't copy and paste, let alone cut and paste. So he had to go into the mail app and type the whole thing again. And it's like, okay, there has to be a better way to do this. So drafts started out as a way around that because then you would write it in drafts and then it didn't matter where you wanted it to go. And it's evolved from there. And I really do like it for like, I just want to capture like these 10 things. And then I have an action that will be like, okay, so item number one, what do you want to do with this? And I'm like, omnifocus. Item number two, what do you want to do with this? Message and it opens it in messages and then i can send it to my mom because I, this way i'm just dumping like 10 ideas at the same time so and it, i process them of it line getting, by line. getting
0: all that noise out of your head
1: exactly it's like a brain dump and then dump you're tool. not
0: afraid you're going to you're you're going to lose one of those things when you stop and go talk to mom and then you go exactly. back and go oh, what was that thing yeah, i needed to do because then my, my mom sends focus.
1: me a cat picture from twitter and i'm like oh my gosh it's this a really cute cat wait <laughs> is there a cat that i could adopt you know like i saw that really cute cat on the rspca website and you know all of these things and then it's rabbit hole after rabbit hole so i i like dumping all the stuff and then like mm-hmm. sending it to the right places at the same time um and i i so a lot so of people that, would be like new draft for each one of those items i just dump them all on new lines um and then have i have an action that processing processes things line by line
0: so i i'm glad to hear that explanation because to me if you go do them all in separate drafts then why didn't you just do them in the place you were going to do them if exactly. the idea is to get it out of your head that makes sense to me
1: yeah exactly so I like to get it out of my head and also sometimes I'm like okay like this is the start of a message to my mom, but like I probably need to think more before I'm like, hey, can I temporarily move home and not pay rent indefinitely? Uh, you know, like yeah, I should <laughs> probably like, think carefully. about that a little bit more. Or maybe that should be a phone call. Let's let's let that sit for a little while and let me noodle on that before I decide exactly what I'm going to do. Turns out she's fine with it. And I'm getting really great <laughs> cooked dinners and I really ought to cook dinner for her tomorrow to uh, remind her that I appreciate her. Uh, <laughs> um
0: but okay, so, so you, use, uh, you use shortcuts in drafts.
1: So I, I actually have some drafts actions which then run shortcuts, yes. Um, Wait,
0: draft actions run shortcuts, not, yeah. not shortcuts running drafts?
1: Oh, both. Oh. I have both. Oh,
0: Top of my head just blew off.
1: Well, that's okay. It still kind of looks attached <laughs> from here. You might need a little duct <laughs> tape over there, but I'm sure you'll be good. I'm So yeah, so you can you can send information from drafts into shortcuts, or you can use shortcuts to put information into drafts or get information out of drafts um, and do stuff with it. Or you can just add information to a specific draft. So if you have like a list of post ideas for your blog, and you want a really quick action where you can just put a button on your home screen with maybe like a light bulb icon or something in the color of your blog. And then you tap on that. And it's like, what's your idea? And you type it, and you hit OK. And in the background, it goes and it sticks that on the end of your nice long list in drafts. You didn't have to open drafts. You didn't have to find that draft and then add it to it. You just tapped on a button on your home screen because you put the shortcut on your home screen because you can do that. So you can have these mini apps that you make for yourself. Ooh. And it goes from there. Or you could have a button on your home screen that's like, OK, let's, let's do another chit-chat across the pond outline. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so who are you chit-chatting with? First question. Next question, okay, what number is this? Next question, what date are you recording this? And then it takes that information and it, it creates a new note for you that says chit-chat across the pond with guest name. Chit-chat across the pond, number X, recorded on, date. And I'm your host, Allison Sheridan. And this week our guest <laughs> is guest name, dot, dot, dot. And it puts that in a note for you. And you could have oh, that on I the home like screen it. of your iPad.
0: I need it to go out to my blog and find out what the, the, the chitchat number is, because for some reason I'm incapable of adding one to a number. <laughs> I, I'm Last week I did, uh, or two weeks ago, I did the Nocella cast 744, and that's not the number. It's 774. And I, I do it all the time. I would say at least 23% of the time I am off by some digit more than one. It's just ridiculous.
1: Well, what it, I do to fix this problem is I actually store stuff like that in Airtable. Because yeah. then I can talk to Airtable and get the, sh- get the next number.
0: And I can oh. actually pull that
1: information straight out of Airtable. And then once I've created the note, I can talk to Airtable and say, yes, there's a note created for this. So that Ooh, it can nice. move from one view to another.
0: Now, here's, here's a fun shortcut. Can I go through my blog and have it pull out all the chit-chat across the ponds, all the numbers, and who the guest was? The if your podcast has an RSS senses,
1: feed with no limits on the number of items, then yes, uh-huh. yes, it can.
0: Wow. Because I've always wanted to have that because I want to see who have, you know, who have I had on? How long has it been since they've been on? Ooh, that yeah. would be really fun because typing also, that all And also, I mean, obviously, Chit
1: Chat Across the Pond has its own RSS feed, right? Because that's how you get it yes. into iTunes and all the other podcast players. Um, right. you know, so you could actually just, and pull the opening chat. is identical pond. every yeah. single time, Well, you could also just pull the chat across the pond RSS feed
0: and, and do actions right on that yeah. from.
1: Yeah. So you could, so the trick here is the action is not named the way you would think. Yeah. <laughs> act, so you, you want get, uh, so there's an RSS feed action. Let me just save the previous one, uh, share our contact details, uh, so that we can include that in the show notes. Okay. So if we search for RSS, there is a get okay. items from RSS feed.
0: And there's now, also get RSS feeds from page, but we want get, our, get items you, you, from page. RSS I RSS hope
1: feed. you know the RSS feed for chit chat across the pond, or you I can do. easily grab it. Now, okay. I'm just going to show you a little hack because to start with, it gets 10 items. This mm-hmm. is a little optimistic of Apple. 10 items in an RSS feed, really? I mean, Chit Chat Across the Pond, we're doing episode 631. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead, and the very first action that I'm going to put in right at the top of the shortcut is going to be a number. And inside of this number, for now, I'm going to type 1,000. Okay, because 1,000 is more than 631, unless my math is Well, I do like that the
0: default is is 42.
1: It is a very good default. But again, a little optimistic in this case. And then if you tap and hold on that 10 items...
0: Oh, we're then gonna you do can a magic select variable. A aren't we? Magic
1: variable, because otherwise you have to plus. <laughs> do you really want to sit there and tap plus oh six hundred twenty-one times? I okay. think the answer to that is heck no. <laughs> uh, because you have better things to do with your life. Okay, so
0: n- so now <laughs> that's ridiculous. So now it says get number from, and it's got my RSS feed. Exactly. Where's it gonna get that number?
1: Uh, that number is in that number action. That you typed above yeah but we're so you put 1,000 or something into that right so, so it's it, going to
0: get 1,000 1,000 what
1: well it's going to get up to 1,000 items from that RSS feed oh,
0: okay so this action is smart enough to know I am looking at an RSS feed which has this particular structure to the audience uh, every episode is called an item yeah and so it knows a thousand items is what it means <laughs> okay
1: which in this case means up to 1,000 episodes of Chit Chat Across the Pond. And I'm afraid, Alison, when you take over from 1,000, the easiest option is just going to be to add a zero. So then it's going to look for up to 10,000. Um, nice. But, one, uh,
0: yeah. The one I have memorized easily is the no silicast, So that's at 770 something. So it's gotten me a number. What is it going to do after that?
1: Right. So now it's going to... So if if you did run it right now, then it would take a little moment and then it would mm-hmm. come back with a bunch of items across the bottom as a little mini preview. Now, you need to run this in the in the editing view uh, for the time yeah. being just because we're, we're still working on this and previewing it. So now you could swipe through them. Now, I don't know about you, but this seems to me like it's a pretty bad way of reviewing things. You want a more automated way of doing this. And yeah. so what I'm going to suggest is I'm going to suggest that we add a filter files action. Ooh, now, a okay. file is, of course, great for things like files. But a file, filtering files can also work on, say, list items or items from an RSS feed. Okay. So what we can do is we can add a filter to our filter files action. There's a little button there for that. And okay. it comes up with a default, something like file size is exactly anything bytes, which is ridiculous, <laughs> like that <laughs> if you want to start filtering your r s s things by by that, then that's gonna be a problem. But instead, if we tap on the file size, then we can change that to name okay. and then we can say, for example, if you wanted to type with and then you could add an ask each time
0: begins with or,
1: uh, I would just say name contains okay oh, because then. Then it doesn't matter exactly where this is, okay. and then in the next block, which I'm just going to double check exactly what his name was. Uh,
0: I know this is only applicable to me, you guys, but this is super fun for me. Yeah, <laughs> just to so hear how this is done inside
1: of the the anything. Then you could just type with and then add one of those magic us uh, variables, which are displayed right at the bottom of your your screen um, above the keyboard if you've got an on-screen keyboard or. Uh, right at the hang bottom. On, hang
0: on, though. I, I, so uh, we, we, are, uh, we have filter files. So we're filtering items from the RSS feed. Name, Name contains, contains ask each time.
1: Yep, exactly. Or you could even and do it with n- followed by ask each time if you know it's always going to attain the keep word. You're
0: saying with. with, and I don't yeah. know. Well, you, you just type with. it. Type it. Oh, contains with? Yeah. Oh, because so oh, oh, you're saying it would say with.
1: Yeah, with Rosemary Orchard, with David Sparks, with Allison Sheridan. You're talking okay. to yourself.
0: Here, let's see Bart Bouchat's because it would find a lot. Exactly. Okay.
1: And now, if you run it again, again from the the inside of the the view, then it should come up with that. And you could backspace and remove that with, but you could also just type Bart. Okay. And then it should filter for all of the episodes with Bart.
0: I lost my play button. Oh, there we go. You got to be in something. There we go. I need the use feed. R I think I didn't put the right feed. Okay. Oh, good, good.
1: Command R for run. Um, so now it should show you a couple of different items, uh, which can.
0: Yeah, I've, I've screwed up because I don't know the RSS feed for chat. <laughs> ah.
1: Well, I you know can just we can like- just change this example to use something from the Zilla cost. Um Okay. So uh, let me just double check an example. Whoops. Oh, Thanks, apparently uh, I can't uh, spell. Thank you, iOS. You should think, I would think it should know how to spell nozillicast. I know, to. right? It ought to auto, auto correct that for me. I searched for Nozilla, which was <laughs> not quite the same. So, for it example, if, if you search for Android, for example, you could okay. just search for the word Android for the time being, because I know that was in okay. a recent episode, 775 by the, at the okay.
0: moment.
1: Like, that's at the top. And All then right. it should find everything with Android in the title. Does it find everything with Android in the title? I keep
0: losing the play button. Like, Command I, I, I R.
1: Don't... Try using Command R on your keyboard.
0: Okay. But it's like the the play button was there.
1: Yeah, ah! it hides sometimes.
0: Okay, shoot. Sorry, name contains... Uh, contains and back to BART or we were doing Android right okay so I don't have a play button right now but you're saying I can just hit command r yep and it'll run yep it should do all right so it found one of the episodes but it's showing me the RSS feed so I'm seeing uh yeah I really don't understand why people choose Android was one of the things in that episode
1: exactly um, so, uh, now we have a little bit of a filter there and I, am just multiplying and setting this up myself just to make sure that I have got everything working. Oh, I don't have the correct, uh, URL for the Silicast.
0: <gasps> Do you want Try the URL? Easy.
1: Yeah, I will just,
0: uh, I can give it to you.
1: That would probably be a good idea. And then I can just double check to make sure this is working, because I am working using the Apple News, which is not
0: quite as that awesome. Slash no, Silla, slash that one I've had around for so long. you memorized it. I know that it. one by heart.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's, okay. Live on air, we are testing people whether or not the uh, universal clipboard works. It
0: does. I love the universal clipboard. So what she just did was she got it on one device and pasted it in on another, right?
1: Yep, exactly. Uh, So I just copied it on my Mac and pasted it over here on my iPhone, which I'm using to test. Wonderful. So now we have... uh, Yeah, so I believe... Interesting. So it's
0: it's returning the list of... um, uh, the bullets that I put into the RSS feed. So it's yeah. returning the, the data that I that I put into the feed that you get if you're in Overcast or whatever and you swipe over and you want to see and jump to the different sections or go to the website.
1: Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to double check exactly. Yeah. Okay. So what I would suggest that you do after this is mm-hmm. throw another choose from list action below this. So hmm. we used to choose from list earlier with a dictionary. Right. But you can choose from a list with a group of files as well. Ooh. And this, all we need is to choose from list because you're just going to be using this pri- primarily for reference. And then what it's going to do is it's going to pop up a little list at the bottom of your screen. I'm waving my iPhone at Allison for demonstration purposes. And okay. it will have the title of the episode and the date that it was released.
0: So it just we just went to choose from files?
1: Yeah, so it, it should automatically update choose from list to be choose from files with a little purple square next to the word files and a little white file yes. on it, and then okay. when we run it this time, then you should get uh, a a list or in this case one uh, p- potentially podcast of the
0: episodes. Oh, yeah. now why? So why did that work? So what what we had before. Was we had searched for anything, any of my episodes that had Android in it, and oddly only came up with one. I've yeah. definitely talked about Android before. I'm not quite sure about that, but whatever. So it found one episode, and it was showing us everything that was in the feed for that episode, not that, not the feed, it, not the the episode itself. She added a choose from files, and for some reason now it's showing me that one episode.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's grabbing the title and the date that it was released, or, because that was, uh, so the date that it was released, as far as shortcuts is concerned, because it's treating your RSS entry. Okay, so it's treating like a blog post, essentially, because that's what is, that's how podcasts work. Like every episode is essentially a blog post somewhere, and gets mm-hmm. converted into this feed. And so it's converting that into a file. So it's like, okay, well, title of the blog post is obviously title of the file, date published, date created. So I'll show that information because that's good to help you decide between which file you're looking for, right? Which is not a terrible way of doing things. So that's a pretty fun way of doing that. And then uh, I'm just going to double check that this works before telling people to do it. Uh, Because I just want to see if I can get that. Yes. Okay. Then finally, after our choose from list action, I want you to add an open URLs action.
0: Okay. Oh, that makes sense because what it's giving me is the URL
1: exactly, and then open it's gonna...
0: URL in No, Safari? you just
1: there. There should just be one with a Safari icon that's called Open URLs.
0: Yeah. Okay. Just... That was after I choose from files. Yep, and it should an just
1: say chosen item. Okay. And so now Command
0: R. Oh shoot! Yeah. Hang on, I, I messed with it. I broke it. Uh, <gasps> I changed music. to. <laughs> I added a prompt. Okay, there we go. Hit play. No, that didn't make it go away. That just hit it. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) This is fun for the audience, I bet. Why? Where did they come from? Okay, choose from files. I don't want a prompt. So, oh, select multiple. That's what I did. Okay, I hit play, and I can choose open item. Do I tap on it?
1: Uh, there it goes. Yeah,
0: and then it opens. Yeah, and it took me right right to the URL.
1: It'll take you right to that particular show. So say, for example, you search uh, Chit Chat Across the Pond for Bart, okay? Mm-hmm. And you've got Bart, uh, and I think Bart will need to be in the body of the, the post for the for the podcast episode for this to work, which is why Android is not coming up um, for everything, because it's not searching the title, it's actually searching the body. Which is a little confusing, because it says we're searching name, yeah. but we're not. So I'm going to file that as a feedback, because I think that that's wrong.
0: Um, so this is, so we said name contains Android, but I think this, I, I think it is checking just the title because I've talked about Android a lot, but it may not be in a title of an article.
1: That's possible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I can't, oh. I can't tell it to search in the body of the RSS feed. Can I? Um, I
1: can,
0: I can mm-hmm. search, I can filter by file size, file extension, creation date, no. and last modified date and name.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately we can't do that. No.
0: Okay, but the, but for the for the for example, for chit chat across the pond,
1: for... it would work perfectly because you put the name in there, right? If I remember right. correctly. So yeah,
0: we could put the name, and it, it would be in there as long as I spelled rosemary correctly.
1: I I, I hope that that's possible. Autocorrects usually pretty good on my name. What well, was sharing a name with an <laughs> actual plant and stuff.
0: <laughs> so, I think this is has. Uh, helped me really understand that there's there's a lot more complexities to this that I didn't understand that I can do. Would the best place on earth to, to learn these things be your take control book?
1: <laughs> I mean, naturally, I'm a little biased. So I'm going to go with yes. But I would also <laughs> say it's not the only place to learn this stuff. And if people really just want to get very first overview like getting started first of all there is a free sample of the book and you're not obligated in any way shape or form to buy it after downloading the free sample secondly inside of shortcuts we didn't talk about this yet today inside of shortcuts right at the bottom you've got my shortcuts automation and gallery go look Mm. in the gallery because Mm. inside of the gallery there's a section called shortcuts from your apps and i beg of you please tap the see all that's on the right hand side there
0: so because hang on, I went to gallery and then...
1: Shortcuts from your apps. There should be a section like right below. Oh, and the say
0: see all? Top. Yeah, tap oh, see and all. Oh, does this show you what of your apps are integrated well?
1: Yeah, this shows you not only which of your apps integrate well, but it shows you what actions you do regularly with these apps or what these apps think that you might want to do as like a quick action. Because so,
0: we were talking about this before we got started one of the one of the other ones that just frustrates the daylights out of me was i Siri offered me to oh sorry, triggered mine along <laughs> with everybody else's the the s lady uh offered me said, "Hey, you seem to open the to do app often." And add to this list called bring to Lindsay's because we go to Lindsay's really often. We always have to make a list of everything to bring. And Mm -hmm. I said, oh, that would be cool. And I said, yes, make that an action. And it said, yes. And I hit it. And every time it goes, what time do you want to be reminded to do that? I don't want to answer that question. And I can't figure out how to make it stop. Well, I
1: think that is probably because at one point way, way, way in the past, you added a time to a reminder for going Mm -hmm. to Lindsay's and everything is based now on that particular action so what it might be nice to do is it might be smart to try and delete that and create a new one because then so Microsoft is okay so if you search inside of a shortcut when you're trying to create a shortcut and you haven't really used Microsoft to do yet then you're not going to see any actions okay because I just installed it for testing before the show and I have zero actions for Microsoft to do because Wait a minute, so you have to use use the app for you the have actions have to, actually to exist? Use, ex, in some cases, yes. Because what it does is it gives you actions based on what you actually do. Which on the one hand is great. Because it's yeah, only giving you brilliant. actions because that's stuff you do. On the other hand, in this particular case, it's very frustrating. Because it wouldn't it be nice to have a very generic add item to Microsoft to-do action? Where you could say, yeah. hey, yeah, like this project, please. And I just want to give it a name. Or, oh, yeah, I always need to be reminded about this like. This is something like for when I get home and I want to be reminded at 6 p.m. every day, like whenever on the day that I do this.
0: Well, look at this. Now I just did a new shortcut. I said uh, on the app, I did a search for to do and it has an open list and I'm going to do bring to Lindsay's and then I'm going to add a task, uh, ask each time. And then where I want it to go to is bring to Lindsay's. And I bet that probably
1: don't want to open the list first. Oh, you don't? Because otherwise oh, it's going to take you walks to the app. Away.
0: And then oh. you're going to have to go back to shortcuts. So that's, yeah. yeah. So all I have to do, so it gets simpler and simpler every time you ask yeah. me, is add text to bring to Lindsay's. Yeah. And if I go to show more, now I can do all this reminder, and due date, uh-huh. and blah, there we blah, go. blah, See, and now you have
1: ha- now you have the nice generic action that I was looking for but that I don't yet have because I only just installed the app and it's
0: not showed up yet. Okay, add to Lindsay's. Good. i always like to name them stupid things okay so now if i do that then i can say it says add task i'm gonna say we're gonna bring boogers because that's how you can tell the ones you can delete And i say done and it didn't open it but i bet over there yep boogers is in there that is what i wanted yay well that was worth the price of having you on the show i mean i'm I'm glad that we solved a
1: Uh, Because, you know, that's that's the thing. Shortcuts can absolutely solve problems. It's just not always the most intuitive to figure out exactly how you do that. Because, you know, like your default. Oh, yeah, I'm going to want to look at this list first. And then, yeah, I'm going to add to that list. Actually, you just want to add straight to that list. Now, what I would do if I were you, Alison, is I would have an add to list and then I would have a show list because then you've added something to your list and then you're going to look at the whole list in the app and you're gonna be like oh right and and i need to do this and i definitely need to bring chocolate oh and strawberries strawberries sound good and maybe some champagne and oh wait that's a party uh so i'm gonna need the party hats um you know or whatever it
0: is show list i should do just show to do it should be open the to do app
1: yeah you could just open the to do app or if there is a show list action uh in for the microsoft to do no okay that's a shame but you could just open the app
0: well, I might be able to open it to that uh, to that actual uh, list list, right? Yeah, if you yeah. can do open, that, that. Open would be list. Perfect. You got to go into it, and then it says "open list," and you can okay, do it. Perfect. And then bring to Lindsay. Okay, so now we're done. So now we're going to tap it, and it says what I want to bring. And Lindsay is Facetiming me right as we speak. Ha ha!
1: She knows and she's it, being talked about.
0: I put everything on Do Not Disturb, but my, uh, what is it? Your primary contacts, your favorites, they can yeah. get through. So that's why she just got through. That's yeah. funny that she would call right while we're doing this. Apparently okay, her so, ears
1: are burning, but it's all good.
0: I'm going to bring toilet paper to Lindsay's <laughs> and hit done. And then it brought it up and showed it to me. Very good. I like it. I like it. I'm so, so that is that's useful. <laughs> so now... This immediately will, this is such a softball for Rosemary. Rosemary, I have created one, two, three, four, five really, you know, mostly broken but slightly working uh, shortcuts. So now I've got this giant grid of shortcuts. How do I organize them?
1: Okay. Well, you can use drag and drop. When in doubt, try dragging and dropping things around to to move things around. Um, And double check your settings. So inside the settings app, scroll down to shortcuts because there are two toggles that you really really want to have on iCloud sync and sync shortcut order because if you don't have those on you're going to have different shortcuts on different devices and if you have iCloud sync on but you don't have sync shortcut order on then when you move something on your iphone it will not move on your ipad and it will start to drive you ever so slightly insane
0: because you're like i I swear i recognize that
1: yeah exactly um, also, if you have the option to allow untrusted shortcuts, I would recommend that you enable that because that allows you to share and add shortcuts from other people.
0: Oh, um, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, now of course it's going to come up with this is my untrusted shortcut. Are you sure you would like to add this shortcut? Please tap okay. 8,000 times. No, it doesn't. You'd have to scroll down to the bottom of the shortcut, which with some of mine can be a long way. I'm aware. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, it's, uh. It's a good way of doing things, um, because then you can you can share your shortcuts with your friends and family. Uh, so that's a little Allison. scary,
0: though. Be careful what you're downloading, right? Yeah, yeah. but, but so if it's in the if you... it's
1: in the links of this episode, then then you're going to be safe because Allison that'll and be I created these and she tested them. So.
0: <laughs> but if it didn't say allow untrusted shortcuts, that these would not work.
1: Exactly. Well, it would it okay. would let you try and install it, and then it would say uh, no. Computer (laughs) says no um, because it would say you have to enable it and then you can pop into the settings and enable it. And then, yeah. Okay.
0: Now, you are wild about a shortcut app that you have just published a Screencast Online tutorial about, am I right? (laughs)
1: Uh, So I've just published a Screencast Online tutorial about Pushcut. And Pushcut is a really great app for I would like to run a shortcut at a specific time or when I get to a specific location. But I've been there for a couple of minutes. So going back to your Starbucks example right at the beginning. Okay, Mm -hmm. say you drive past Starbucks. You don't want that to pop up, right? Because you've just driven past. Like you don't care anymore. You're, You're out on the freeway. You know, the wind's in your hair. You're having a fabulous time. And you don't care about Starbucks right now. So what you can do with PushCut is you can delay your notification so that it will only trigger if you have been there for, say, a minute. So if you park outside of Starbucks to take a call, then it'll pop up. And if you walk into Starbucks, then it'll pop up. But if you just wander past Starbucks, then it It won't. won't. Exactly. Um, PushCut is a very great app for that. But LaunchCuts is another app which is very useful for organizing your shortcuts. It allows you to create folders um and and so on and if if you're looking for organization and you have lots of shortcuts launch cuts is 100% the way to go it has folders and smart folders um and it automatically creates a bunch of smart folders for you so that you can find you know um like things that you could share a date to or something like that i
0: think i think that's probably important for people almost immediately
1: yeah. Um, I mean, to you know, start with, I would say if you've got less than 20 shortcuts, like just organize them yourself on your home screen and it'll be fine. But once you go over 20, you probably want to be looking for a better solution. And my personal preference is LaunchCuts. It's seven ninety nine, dollars um, which might sound a little pricey, but I personally think it's well worth it. And the developer, Adam Tao, has created some, um, sorry, Adam Toe. He has created so many amazing shortcuts. Have you ever wanted to play like a text adventure game? Well, you can do that in shortcuts, and you can make your own text adventure game with shortcuts and have it auto translated into different languages. Like a lot of people are going to be having, you know, like kids or grandkids around a lot more at the moment. Be pretty cool to teach them French with a text adventure game.
0: (laughs) So I, I, I don't, I'm going to challenge your assumption that you need a lot of shortcuts for this to be useful. I would actually turn it around to say, it's impossible not to end up with a lot of shortcuts. I don't even before today. I didn't even like shortcuts before we started, and I had thirty of them. Well, there we go. But but a lot of it's like ah, I don't ah, I'm overwhelmed. There's all these boxes, and they're all different colors, and I don't know what they mean, and I don't remember which ones work and which ones are stupid. I could make folders with with launch cuts that would have, these are the ones I'm working on and haven't finished, and that's mm-hmm. why they're stupid, and these actually work and do something. Yeah. Even if I just had that separation, I would have more than I have today.
1: Exactly. That That is another great use for it. So, you know, everybody has to decide, you know, for them whether or not it's worth it. Personally, I, I feel launch cuts is well worth it uh, because it's completely up to my shortcuts game it's great when i go to work i just have 15 work-related shortcuts and there's even in the settings you can reduce the height of the shortcuts on the display so that means that you can fit more shortcuts on the screen uh, inside of launch cuts and you can also turn bright colors on
0: (laughs) oh bright colors not just pastels
1: yeah exactly so if you're a little fed up with pastel everywhere uh, turn on bright colors inside of launch cuts, and uh, the the colors of the <laughs> of the shortcuts will change back to the way that they were with I believe iOS 12, or maybe it oh was, oh wow maybe it was 11 back when it was workflow. I don't remember exactly anymore when the, when the color changed, but the contrast is also a little low, so this could be used as an accessibility option if you don't want it. If you find that colors everywhere else are great, but you struggle a little bit with shortcuts, I know occasionally I'm like, is that gray or lilac because they're very similar. Um,
0: right, right,
1: and there's two shades of gray just to add confusion. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty nice to have that as an option.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm I I want to get it because I want to like this bet more, and I think that this uh, this app I had heard you to describe it on the automators with David Sparks, and I thought that would be a great uh, a great thing for people to know about too. Well, I have a feeling we could go for seven or eight hours and have t- five times as much fun as we already have but we should probably cut this off if people want to follow your work where is the best place for them to find you
1: if you head over to rosemaryorchard.com, there are links to start stalk me on all of your favorite internet platforms so please feel <laughs> free uh, and you know feel free to send me a tweet with your first shortcut I would really like to see you know where people are getting started with this because I am working on an update to take control of shortcuts um, and uh, I, I like finding real life examples from other people that are not super weird and complicated examples that I do. And I'm always there going, you know, like sharing my contact information. That's something genuinely useful. And other people are like, why would I want to do that? So I want to know what, you're, what you want to do uh, so that oh, I can I like incorporate it. that. Well, I
0: challenge the the, uh, the Nocilla Castaways to try to use shortcuts and see if they can come up with something based on... This uh, crazy lesson guide that we've gone through here. <laughs> and uh, I'll put a link to the Inside Shortcuts book in the uh, uh, in the show notes as well. Uh, the update, I assume, would come along if they bought it now. Oh, yeah. Would get yeah. The so if you if you yeah.
1: buy the book, then you get the update for free. That's, you know, unless they rewrite shortcuts entirely between, you know, now and me releasing the update and I have to write a whole new book, then it'll be free. And I'm really okay. hoping the shortcuts team don't do that because they've already put in a lot of work and it, it, the app is pretty awesome. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I doubt this is going to turn 90 degrees anytime soon.
1: I sincerely hope not. And 180 is not allowed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on the show. This was easily as much fun, if not much more than I thought it would be.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed trying to show you some cool ways that you could use shortcuts.
0: I had such a blast with Rosemary, I'm sure you can tell. After uh, we got off the horn, we discovered that the Telegram shortcut that she created, and I said I would put in the show notes, didn't end up working, uh, not because her method wasn't brilliant, but because it's actually broken in Telegram. Telegram's got some sort of problem, and it's broken right now. So that didn't work, but she and I started talking a little bit more and figured out that she could help me solve a problem that I do have, and that's keeping track of my episode numbers. I think I mentioned it in this episode that... I just can't add the number one, apparently. That is completely beyond me because I mess it up so many times. So she created a shortcut for me using regular expressions that actually looks up what is the latest episode of the No Celicast or Chit Chat Across the Pond and adds the number one to it and then tells me what the number is. So I am now going to use that with uh, shortcuts and Siri and I expect that I will never screw it up again. I'm not going to play my normal outro right now because I'm really worried that people are staying signed up to Patreon or giving PayPal donations when they've been severely impacted financially by recent events. I do not want you contributing your money if you have any concerns whatsoever in that area. That's always true, but it's even more true right now. So if you still feel compelled to help out, you know what? Record a review or go over to iTunes and uh, maybe put a review in there. Or tell a friend, make somebody else listen to the show too. Anyway, I hope you'll all stay well and don't contribute unless you really, really can. And then it's okay. As always, I hope you will join in the conversation by going to our Slack group at podfeet.com slash Slack or our Facebook community over at podfeet.com slash Facebook. And you can always write to me directly at allison at podfeet.com when you want to send in those audio reviews. Thanks for listening and stay subscribed.